Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. You're listening to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea Gillis. And I'm Step Page. We're two Canadian expats now living in Australia and the UK. Between the two of us, we've been through the ringer in our travels, experiencing missed flights, volcanic eruptions, and even a terrorist attack. It's not all that extreme, though. We've also experienced heartwarming, life-changing moments and met amazing people along the way. So kick back and listen to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. Welcome to another episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea. And I'm Stephanie. Hey, Steph. This is our actual official Happy New Year's. We said it in the last episode, but we tricked you because we recorded it in December, but... It's actually 2020 for us It's now. actually 2020, and we've this is the first up. episode. We've caught up. This is the first episode that we've recorded together in 2020, um, and I haven't yes. spoken... Steph and I haven't spoken, and it feels like it's been a fucking eternity. Uh, it has been a long time. It Like, weeks. Did you miss me? Weeks. I... I always miss. I are you kidding? I'm so needy. If I don't talk to you for a day, I'm pinging you. Yeah, I was. What are you I doing was... now? Why aren't you answering me? <laughs> Pay attention to me. Um, yeah. I was away in Costa Rica. I went home for Christmas for a couple of days, and we went up to Costa Rica, and I was like zip lining and tubing and going in hot springs and chilling on a boat, and it was like every hour, Steph was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> So, yeah, I'm like, um, so I had an idea for our podcast and you're like, <laughs> Steph, fuck off. I am yeah. zip- being a monkey through trees right now. <laughs> yeah. Steph's like planning the 2020 vision and I'm like, cool. I'll look at this when I'm back. So here we are back to business, back to business. Yes. And before we start for this episode, Steph. Yeah, we got had... a couple shout outs. Yeah. I want to thank our new Patreon donor, Noelle. I know and love Noelle. She interacts with us regularly, and she's a beautiful human being and now also one of our Patreon donors. Thank you, Noelle. So, we appreciate it. Yeah. And she's at a level, so I'll be sending her out a little bit of swag Ooh. in the coming future. Mm-hmm. We've got the swag so, now, guys. If you're interested in a little swag yourself, feel free to check out our Patreon because we have lots of different options. I like the word swag. When I worked in uh, radio still, it was like radio swag it was like radio talk oh really swag do people still yeah. say it i don't know i feel like an old school a... radio dinosaur though when i say it swag did i just show my age i felt like that was still mm, a thing world but it's fine <laughs> okay and we got an awesome review recently from thugs and miracles they actually have their own podcast and if you want to check them out as well and they said I travel a ton, so finding the show is like magic to me. I love the tips, tricks, and stories Steph and Andrea share, and the show's production value is so great, so it's nice to listen to. If you travel, want to travel, 
or want to get better at traveling, give the show a listen. Nice. How nice And is can that? I just, I'm and just going to toot my own horn mm-hmm. production value, guys. All me. Yeah. That's all you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so thank you guys so much. We really appreciate that. And if you are listening right now, you've heard us before, you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review. And also, guys, if you could hit the subscribe button, that would be fantastic. Yes. And we want you guys, if you subscribe, then you know when a new episode is out, you're there first. You don't have to go looking and checking back. You'll get that notification being like, hey, new episode out. Have a listen. Yep. You want to be the first to listen, right? Yeah. All the cool kids are doing it. All the cool kids and their swag. It's not us, but. <laughs> no, definitely not. Okay. So into it. Here we 2020. go. 2020. Let's talk all 2020. 2020. We thought since it's the first episode that we're recording in the new year, we need to discuss our New Year's travel resolutions. Yes. I always feel like with New Year's resolutions, they're kind of. Oh, they suck. Like, I don't like, do I want to like get healthier? Do I want to drink less? All the like (laughs) non-fun stuff you don't want to do. But when it comes to travel New Year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. these are all like positive things that I feel like when I set them, those are the ones I actually keep to. Yes. In the year. Do you feel the the same way, Yeah, they're the resolutions you make and then you actually follow through on them. So they're the best And you want to do them. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about some of ours and I, I always try to set them every year. Uh, so I've got a list of just a few of them for this year. Steph, you've also got a list. Um, and then we asked you guys on Instagram, uh, last week. So we've got some of yours that we're going to read out mm-hmm. and you know, if, if setting new year's resolutions is your thing, maybe think about moving forward, doing travel ones, specific travel resolutions, um, and put those down on your list. And maybe some of these will inspire you guys. Oh, I hope so. And this was a really interesting one. Cause when I sat down to write my list, I, you know, kind of forced me to think about travel too, in different ways that I don't normally think about it. Normally it's just, okay, what am I doing next? Whereas this time yeah. I was putting kind of, you know, like, objectives some actual thought <laughs> yeah. I went a little deeper than spontaneous flight bookings yes yeah so so is uh, travel resolutions is not something you normally do Steph no actually usually it's just okay this is what I did this year toot my own horn uh where do I want to go next yeah. year and I don't okay think too much so this year actually it was like this was a really great exercise for me Yeah. Well, and they always say if you have goals or resolutions, you should have them sort of written down so you can reference them as the year kind of goes on. Yeah. um, So you can actually achieve them. So shall we go straight into them then? Yes. Let's let's speak our resolutions into existence now. Okay. Well, I'm going to start because you just mentioned about planning and being spontaneous. So I mean, Steph, you and I, we are spontaneous. Yes. We sort of travel at the drop of a hat. I'm not much of a planner. Yeah. Um, I usually just like pick somewhere to go based on whether it's if I've been there before if or if it's honestly being over in Europe, if it's cheap to go there at yeah. the time. But what I find I don't do enough of is the pre-planning mm-hmm. and reading up as to actually where I'm going. So one of my new year's resolutions is I do want to do a lot more research and a bit more planning before I go somewhere. Now I don't want to say like, I still like to be spontaneous and I like to kind of, I don't want to plan every 
single detail. But what I find sometimes is that I travel somewhere, I don't do enough planning. And then when I get back, I'll speak to someone that's been there and they'll say like, oh, did you do this? Did you see this? Did you see this? And it's like things I never even knew were there. And I think that's just down to my, my lack of planning. Um, so, and I, you know, we've said before, you can't do and see everything when you go travel somewhere, but I feel like there's some places I've been where there's been like important landmarks that I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that was there. Or like really cool sort of like markets or, so I feel like I need to do a bit more planning and okay. reading up. That's Cause cool. I do find sometimes I get somewhere and I'm like, I haven't actually done any reading up on this place. I don't know what's here, what's not. <laughs> I think, um, where did you go? It was about two months ago. It was one of those very kind of more obscure European countries. That, no. Probably Slovakia. When you went, that was to, the most recent. And you went to a small town in Slovakia. You didn't even go to the capital, right? No, no, I was in Bratislava. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that was it. But I just remember talking yeah. to you and you're like, yeah, there's not much to do here. <laughs> You're like, so I'm, going, mean, I'm grabbing a drink. I'm, you know, exploring the town and walking around. Yeah. But it definitely sounded like a very unplanned, like you got there and you were like, okay, now what? Yeah. And that, that was, that was definitely one of them. I mean, granted, yeah, Bratislava is quite small. There's not a whole lot to do. And it was raining the whole weekend there. So I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I had planned out just some type of like even rough plan and you're right I didn't with that one I just was like I have a few days that I need to take off work where am I gonna go I booked a flight and then I got there I'm like now what I mean I still managed to see a bunch of stuff while I was there Mm -hmm. but again there was a lack of real planning and a lack of research there so I just gotta say I'm so excited every time now that you say I just jumped on a plane and go somewhere like I used to identify with that and now in Australia it's like I can jump on a plane and go to Australia like yeah there is no i get those little envy twangs sometimes when you say that oh but there's a lot to explore in australia true so shall does i does that segue into one of your it resolutions it doesn't segue at all i was actually my pause there was because i was trying to think of a segue and i'm like mm, i got oh, i got nothing damn um we'll work on our segues in 2020 okay Ooh, i see what you did there no, so what I had was to try a new type of travel that I haven't done before. And I was kind of wrapping okay. my mind around this because I go on a lot of road trips because honestly, they're the cheapest option. So mm-hmm. I do a lot of road trips. And then I obviously jump on a lot of, not a lot of flights, but a reasonable amount of flights. But I think I want to do maybe just a weekend. A week might be too much to start, but to do a yacht trip. Oh, that go, would be cool. I've never even been, oh, that's a lie. I have been on a yacht once. But um, yeah, just to go kind of travel somewhere on a yacht and see something. I think that'd be a really different type of travel. It's like nothing I've done before. I don't know anything about yachts. And yeah, just give me kind of a greater appreciation for a different way of getting around and all the people who work out in the water. That's I like that. I like the, the idea of, of doing a different variation of the way that you normally travel. So like you saying that. Uh, some of our listeners guys maybe you've never done a solo trip before mm-hmm. so put that down as a resolution like this year do your first solo trip or if you're used to doing really like luxurious getaways you know you're the one you spend Ooh. a lot of money um you stay in like five-star hotels maybe try doing a really budget trip maybe try out a hostel for the first time I know um was it last year maybe the year before I had never done like a like a group trip before as in like where 
you go with a company where they put you in a group for like a week yeah. and the idea of it kind of like put me off a little bit at first because I'm like what if you're with a group of people that you absolutely hate you know and it's getting out of your comfort zone you're meeting like they're all strangers right mm-hmm. and I just thought to myself I think it would be like I, I'm I do solo traveling so much that I'm like maybe I need to actually try to like travel with a group um and I thought you know worst case scenario if i fucking hate everyone on the group I can just remove myself and like do my own thing for most of it so I ended up doing two group trips last year and I absolutely loved it and now it's like one of my favorite ways to travel so Costa Rica my first time there I went with a group there was like 20 of us we all got on super well Mm -hmm. Um, we traveled together for like eight days in Costa Rica and then the other one I did was in uh, Borneo the Malaysian part of Borneo and that was also with a the same company that I did Costa Rica with. And yeah, that was totally new to me. And now this is, uh, it was just a different way of traveling and it put me out of my comfort zone. I said I was going to try it. And sure enough, I did it twice last year. So love that. You never know if you, if you, and Steph, you might, after doing your yacht trip, maybe you're going to become a sailor. I would have to lose a hundred pounds. I think, (laughs) Why? To be a sailor? <laughs> to work on the water as a woman? You are expected to be fit. Like well, super hey, fit. you never know. Oh, this could change your whole outlook on life. I Doing ha- a yacht trip first. <laughs> you'll fall in love with the water. You'll be a woman of the sea. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So I love that. So my specific example was the yacht. But you're right. For anyone listening, challenge yourself in 2020 to try a different method of travel that's different from what you normally do. I love that. You never know. You might enjoy it more. Kudos on my item. Now you got to one-up me. What do you got next, Okay, Jen? This is like a, a a rolling resolution for me. And granted, this is going to be very like, I think it doesn't have to be European specific, but it's much easier for me to achieve this goal or resolution every year. I always want to try to travel to three new countries it used to be countries but now I've I've changed it to like countries or cities or places every year so again being over in Europe it's really easy just to pop over to like random European countries last year I actually didn't I didn't get three new countries I got I did a lot of like revisits last year the only new country I think I went to last year was Bratislava Slovakia Slovakia not a country. Yeah, yes. I think that was the only one because I did Costa Rica again this year for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I went and saw you in Australia, so I'd done Australia. But again, in Australia, oh, it's I so went big. to new parts of Australia. Yeah. Right. So that's what I mean. So where my my resolution every year was like three new countries, now I've, I've sort of changed that. Like three new places. Like I I'm like not that. big on like revisiting places yeah a whole lot anyways I like to try out new things and I never I haven't written down because I've told a couple people like this is what I you know I want to travel to three new places this year and everyone's like where I'm like well I don't know I haven't decided yet <laughs> yeah I never really I never write down the specific place because then I feel like I don't know it's well then specific. you're making the well, then you're making it harder to achieve because you're limiting yourself that's what I like about right. kind of resolutions like I'm saying this, but then I'm about to have a specific example. But resolutions are normally like a broad, overreaching tar- thing you want to do. Yeah, if it's too, and it's the same way with you know your own like personal, like say health resolutions. Like, people that are like, I want to lose a specific amount of weight. Well, they usually fall off the the wagon after like a couple weeks. Yeah. But if you just say, Hey, I want to be healthier. 
I don't know, I want to shed a few pounds or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And you're not just put, you're not having a specific number or, I mean, maybe I shouldn't have a number then we're talking numbers. Maybe I shouldn't (laughs) have three new countries or places every year. Um, I think it's an admirable goal to want to just experience new places. So I think, I mean, two or three is so reasonable. And like, even when I'm coming to England, you and I, we decided, uh, since we last recorded that we're going to go to Wales. Neither of us have been to Wales. It's yes. Technically oh, part of the Wales. UK. Oh, have you? I've been to Wales. Although, oh. granted, I've only been to, I've been to Cardiff. You're breaking my which heart. Which is like, well, but Cardiff, it, it, it's like, it's the capital. It's the city, right? Like there's so much more of Wales that I want to explore. Like the actual beautiful, you know, the picturesque Wales. All right. Cardiff <laughs> is not, I went to Cardiff. So yes, I've been to Wales, but yeah, but that ties into, I'm going to, sorry, Steph, I'm skipping over you. This no. is actually one of my New Year's resolutions, though. Okay. It was to explore more more of the UK. Yes. So when I moved over here in 2010, I was so adamant that I'm like, I'm going to travel. I'm going to tick all these countries off my bucket list. And I've spent a lot of time traveling outside of the UK. I feel like I haven't actually seen that much. I mean, I have. I've seen parts of the UK, but I haven't really traveled within it and actually you know explored it for me uk i'm saying uk but like for anyone listening maybe one of your travel resolutions is to travel more within where you're from Mm -hmm. so like we've always said like in the u.s like if you live there there, i mean it's massive there's so many different states you can go to very different from one another same with canada if you live in canada australia stuff like you're Mm. in australia yeah well and funny so now i'm going to segue because i basically you just started jumping on what my next one so for anyone who's been watching the news at all we have the craziest fires raging here in australia i'm fine don't worry thanks for asking andrea (laughs) um i know you're fine you were messaging me every 10 minutes while i was in costa rica i knew you were alive um but one i actually had so you know some people do the countries and i'm actually pendulum on the other side here i want to do a lot of the small town victoria and new south wales because what they're saying with the fires here is you almost feel helpless i can't i've donated money and that's really all i can do right now um so what they ask people to do who want to do something is when the fires are under control when they've stopped these communities need to rebuild these people need their livelihoods back so what they're asking is people to plan trips to the cities and they're saying show up with an empty gas tank and empty esky which is an empty cooler everywhere else in the world i think um just show up with almost nothing and come and buy their gas and eat at their local restaurants and shop at their shops, stay at local hotels or accommodations and just put right. money back into the economy to, so these people can get back on their feet faster. They can rebuild. So, okay. Yeah. So one of mine is kind of to just go explore tons of random little, the kind of small towns you don't even normally hear about. Uh, yeah. And there's so many. And I mean, even when I was in Australia last year, like we stopped in a lot of these tiny little, mm-hmm. you'd never heard of them towns in Australia. Yeah. Um, and they were, we had so much fun. And you always in, find the most unexpected things on those kind of trips. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so that's kind of one of mine. We have a lot of Aussie listeners, so guys, you should do the same. This is a, a really yeah, good way to help build back up the economy there and, and what's happening. Well, I like that, yeah. Yeah. And- I mean, most people, that a lot of people have like these resolutions, like they want to travel more outside of where they're from, but people like you and I, Steph, we spend a lot of time traveling away from home. Yeah. So yeah, this year... Yeah. We'll have a bigger focus on home travels and what's around us, Aww. our own community. Look at us growing up. <laughs> Look at us. And you'll be here in March. So we've got a lot of UK stuff planned while you're here. Yes. And another one. So I, I know I'm stealing two in a row here also, but they, you go for they're it. kind of related is now since I'm living in Australia permanently, this is my home. I want to make more of an effort to somehow, I don't know how I'm going to do this yet, and I'm open to suggestions, but learn more by travel about Australian history, the language, and the culture of the native people of Australia. Um, Oh, that's a good one. I don't know how I do that, whether it's going... I was trying to think about this, because do I go somewhere where I can stay with native people, but then is it that exploitation thing where you're not really getting the real experience you're getting you know some tourist you know what i mean yeah like well they have that argument a lot in tanzania when you go and you um you visit a maasai village and you're like are you getting the authentic experience or the village where this is where all the tourists go every day well and i thought the same when i went to tanzania we visited a maasai village and yeah i thought the same i'm like is this the real deal i mean i don't know i guess it's down to as we always say doing your research Mm -hmm. speaking to people that have done it well and that's why it's a good resolution i think because really it's an overarching goal i want to accomplish this year and i don't know how i'm gonna do it so now i need to set goals within the resolution but you need to break those goals down into smaller goals yeah but i definitely want to i know australia has a troubled history with their native peoples just like canada does like both have troubles but different issues and I don't know what the issues or the history or anything is here. So I really want to learn about that so I can appreciate the history of where I'm now living more. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So I know I'm hijacking this, but should I t- just tell you my third one? Because I had three Australian uh, yes. ones. I feel like, Steph, yours are a lot more like meaningful than mine. So I'm <laughs> let's go let's go deep. Like mine are like, I want to travel three new places this year. I want to uh do more research before i go and stuff's like i want to be immersed in the culture of the people of australia and i want to save all the koalas and kangaroos and i'm like all right well you're a better person than i was I just am, gonna so. say that's just how the cookie crumbles when you're a better person oh there there it is we're really we're off to a great start in our friendship in 2020 okay but we talked about deep and now i'm about to go really shallow so okay i like it go shallow go shallow okay so i have now been living here for over two years and i have not been to the australian outback and anyone who knows me knows that i at home in canada and the states was obsessed with the outback steakhouse I don't feel like any Aussie listening will know what that is. It's, it's they literally do. We like have it here. a chain. Oh, they have it in Australia? They have it here. And I, is, that why, is that why you moved there? I was on cloud nine when I went to the Outback Steakhouse in Australia. Oh I was God. probably, I'm smiling like it hurts smiling right now how much I'm thinking about it. But 
I genuinely believe that I loved that restaurant so much because it was foreshadowing that I would one day end up here. I it's is a it little actually hippie. an Australian restaurant though, or is it like an American? Like it's as Australian as, or it's like the way the Maple Leaf in London is Canadian. It's yeah. very similar. It's, yeah, it's. I just remember like the the TV adverts, and it was like, <laughs> "Good day, mate." Outback Steakhouse. Like it was so. Like, just I can't do an Aussie accent, but it was. It was like just so t- like if any Australian saw that. Oh yeah, in Canada they'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" They're like throwing um, boomerangs around kangaroos. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> said steak on the bobby as well, like yeah. so many times in the adverts. And I used to think like, "This is Australia," and everyone's walking around in like camo shorts and tilly hats, like Steve Irwin. And I mean, it wasn't like that at all when I actually visited Australia. <laughs> I well, I'd never been to the outback either, though, so maybe <laughs> I just feel like my. My experience becoming an Australian will be complete once I've been to the damn Outback. That's how it started. Okay. And what are you going to eat when you get there? I have actually said I want to take a steak. And people have been like, you know, like in the Outback, there's nothing there. Like you can't go to a steakhouse when you get there's nothing. And I'm like, all right, I will take a damn steak and I'll light a fire and I'll eat a steak in the Outback. Which is funny because anytime we ever went to Outback, steakhouse in canada i never got never it. once did i ever see you eating a steak steph would get the potato soup mm-hmm. and a garden salad oh, with ranch dressing yeah it's so good it's the best and, soup and salad sometimes ever. we got a bloomin onion yeah oh it's so good i love so, it there i've been i think you should just bring yeah. some potato soup that's more I, oh. of your uh cuisine for the steak of the outback i that i feel like that would be a hard one it would curdle it's hot there <laughs> probably or it would just stay hot what am i talking about it's soup never mind (laughs) yeah so hot there yeah um okay so you're gonna go i like that yes and that ties into more of exploring your home yeah what what else you i think you had another one come on i think the only other one that i had was just to try and we talk about this all the time anyways but travel somewhere new Mm -hmm. that's going to be out of my comfort zone no i love that which i think is really difficult for me probably for you as well stuff because i feel like we've done a lot of that already yeah so i'm like how much further can i go you know like where am i gonna go that i'm gonna be really uncomfortable go to a nude beach Ooh, i, See, like I that. haven't thought of it that's outside my comfort zone yeah i'm thinking like places specifically but maybe i should make it maybe i should change it to try like do an activity that would be out of my comfort zone yeah like, travel somewhere and then go I mean, I don't know, a nudist beach? I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, I'd be intimidated. Would you do it? I'm getting a little bashful just thinking about it. It's on my bucket list to yeah. do it one day, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if anyone has any ideas of just, th- yeah, for me, in this one, mm-hmm. something out of my comfort zone. One of our listener messages, I read what one of our listeners is doing, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so outside most what most people would be comfortable doing, and I love it. Um, okay. It was from Freya and she said, so she's doing, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, her Erasmus Mundus master program. Okay. So it's a master's degree, but essentially every single semester is at a different European university. So she'll start, I think, I'm not looking at it right now, but I think she was in Sweden this semester for a term and then she's going to another country next semester. Like it's a lot of movement and then she actually 
in a couple months when she's done that is going to go to the Middle East, Palestine for a semester's, um, Oh, wow. Length of time. I don't know if she's going there to study, but yeah, she's doing, uh, something that's, it's a commitment and it's, yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you, like you said, you're committed to it. So like once you're signed up. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're, you're going. Yeah. So you have to do it. you got to be ready for it. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And that's like getting you out of your comfort zone, not only once in the year, but like three or four times, I guess. Yeah. Like that's and that's because normally when you're kind of an expat or going to study, it takes a couple months to get comfortable. So that's almost like as soon as you find you get comfortable, boom, switching it up again. Oh, I like that. I love that. Maybe as well, if you're looking for things to get you out of your comfort zone this year, Mm -hmm. find either a place or an activity or whatever it might be and just book it. Because once you've committed to it, I think Steph and I have said this before, once you're committed to something and once it's like on paper, then you're more likely to actually follow through with it. So instead of having the thought of like, oh, I want to go on a solo trip. Um, or I want to try, I don't know. I'm going to use zip lining as an example because I went zip lining in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. It was not my first time, but, um, you know, something like that. Once you book it and you put the money towards it, whatever it might be, you've got some type of commitment to it. Mm-hmm. You're going to be more likely to actually, yeah, follow through with it. Well, and take it off that new year's resolution list. And I'll say, I was chatting with one of our listeners, Charles, uh, on Instagram as well. And she was asking me just some questions since I've been to Lisbon before, and then I was, mm-hmm. you know, just telling her what I did, a couple things. And then she wrote back. She goes, I booked it. I just spontaneously booked it. And you can tell she was so excited. Yes. And because she's yes. never solo traveled. So she's going to Lisbon for the first time for her first solo travel. And the way she said it, I just got so excited for her. I'm like, good on you. Like, yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. So oh, I'm so happy when I hear about people doing things out of their comfort zone for the first time. Yeah. Whether it's solo traveling or whether it's even just going on your first trip ever. I mean, I've, I'm sure there's people that are listening to this that haven't even maybe left their native country. And if it means just even going on a trip, it doesn't have to be solo just anywhere. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Next one. Okay. So the next one I have, and I think I have to, I only have two more. But I think I wrote this one. I think it's something that you and I already do. But I heard a term for the first time and I just like the word. But to go on more micro adventures. Oh, OK. I, so what does that what's uh, micro adventure? So because when people talk about like this adventure they're doing, normally it's some grandiose kind of thing. Right. And a lot of times it's not obtainable or realistic for most people. 
So micro ventures, they might just be a weekend, a day, an activity, but it's still something fucking awesome. And it doesn't have to be some grandiose thing. So I just saw that and I loved it because I actually started, I don't even know if you know this, I started this year, January 2nd, I went up on a, a water helicopter over Great Ocean Road. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. So I did this whole helicopter and they're crazy. These water, because you know how there's water planes with the, yep. there's water helicopters, which I didn't realize. And as soon as you lift off, the air just totally changes. It's not like a plane where you feel sturdy. Um, yep. And it was so crazy. And it gave me kind of that rush that I love getting in my chest. Like when you're just excited and here we go. And and so this was at home. Like you didn't travel outside of Melbourne or maybe a li- like a little bit yeah, further out Great of Yeah, Great Ocean Road. It's about an hour, an hour and a half yeah. where I started. And um, okay. it's actually on, I don't know, you guys must have this in the UK and there's some equivalent everywhere, but it was on redballoon.com.au. It's kind of an experience website. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could get that at like Groupon Woucher, any, like they've got activities and yeah. yeah but they specialize specifically just in like adventure activities whether it's okay, helicopter rides cool. or jumping out of a plane or um kind of all that you know go quadding um yeah. so yeah so they have a lot of ideas of things that are too also like in the country that i wouldn't hear about because they're not in the big cities um so yeah just doing kind of those things to get that rush nice yeah these are giving me good ideas as well because I'm uh, I'm doing dry January. Yes. So I'm trying to find like things on the weekend that I can go and, and do that don't involve boozing. Like meeting up <laughs> for a drink with someone. Yeah. 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 I'm I not. like it. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one, this is a super practical one. Okay. I really, and this doesn't involve traveling, but I think it would make me not a better traveler either. So I don't know what I'm saying there, but it, what it is is to take a workshop on how to use my DSLR camera to take better photos. Uh, I think that ties into traveling. (laughs) The thing is, is when I, so I got this camera, it was a crazy good deal. It's this really like, it's an introductory one. It's obviously not thousands of dollars, but it was about $900 camera that I got for half off. Um, and I swore when I got it, I'm like, I'm going to use this and take amazing pictures. And then it's just overwhelming because there's so many settings you don't really understand. Yeah. So you take a bunch of photos, and then you take a bunch with your cell phone and you're like, no, the cell phone photos I'm taking are better. And then I kind of don't use it. And I have this incredible camera and it's, I just don't yeah. use it because I don't understand it. So I really want to take a workshop or maybe even just like pay someone for some one-on-one show me what the hell these settings are. You are really inspiring me because yeah, I got a camera last year. My dad got me one Mm -hmm. um, for Christmas last year and I have used it. Like when I was in Australia with you, like I brought it, I took some really nice photos, but you're right. Like I don't really know what I'm doing on the camera. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and yeah, as you said, it gets overwhelming. It's frustrating. Like I brought it with me to Costa Rica and I don't, I didn't use it at all. Yeah. I'm in Costa Rica and it's beautiful there. And there's so many, I mean, granted a lot of this, this stuff we were doing, we were on the water and zip lining and stuff doesn't really make sense to take a big camera with you. Mm-hmm. But I think if I knew how to use it better, yeah, I'd probably be more inclined. It would probably even push me to do more trips, like weekend excursions away where I, you know, the sole purpose of going somewhere, say in Europe is to take photos. Yeah, it's exactly. Like maybe that could be the the whole, yeah, the purpose of the trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to follow in your, uh, that's going to be. Maybe that'll be one of my dry Jan activities. Did I just make a, a resolution for you? <laughs> I think you might have. Yeah. yeah. Steph, I'm just going to let you write out my New Year's resolutions <laughs> every year. 
I didn't know I was so good at this. I should do this every year. I should do you should pay. You should charge for this. Be like, hey, 20 bucks. I'll write out your 2020 travel resolutions for you. Yes. I mean, maybe if you get someone else putting them together for you, then again, you're more likely to follow through with them. Yeah. You're like a travel life coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Have we just started a new business? A travel life. Isn't that what this podcast kind of is? Yeah, I think so. Guys, you got to start paying. We're not giving out free content anymore. No, I'm kidding. And our last resolution is we would like to make money off this podcast so we can quit our day jobs. Um, that's the, that's a pipe dream. But... I'm cackling while you're being funny. FYI. You're hilarious. You're always funny. (laughs) Oh, good stuff. So let's talk a little bit what some of the feedback we got from other people are too. Let's talk about some of the listeners' New Year's travel 2020 resolutions. Yeah. So, well, and there was an overarching theme among a lot of people. And I realized I had framed this totally different in my mind. Because a lot of times when I would travel, it was to go away from family. Where now that you and I live overseas and a lot of our listeners are expats themselves doing things, a lot of our travel involves going to see family. And Mm -hmm. we forget that's travel because we're going home in most cases. And then making, like just remembering to travel when we're going home. So to see your home with new eyes, to explore something you haven't seen there before. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And the other way around, I've got my parents coming to visit me. Um, over here in the UK for the first time in I think it's been like four years my 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 dad's had a shitty hip he hasn't really been able to travel that much he's got a brand new hip now he's like a new man so they're gonna get on a flight was uh was the last time you saw them when they surprised you for your 30th birthday yeah my 30th birthday like four years ago (laughs) yeah so that was a while ago god we're really getting old um but you know, instead of staying, I was like, I don't want to stay in London when they're here. Like they've seen London. Yeah. I've obviously seen London. I live here. So I don't know why we've never thought about doing this before, but we're like, let's go away together as a family somewhere. Um, so we're planning on, I don't know how long it is yet. Probably a a week or something, but I think we're going to go up to Scotland, do the Scottish Highlands. Beautiful. Um, We might pop over to Ireland. My, my mom has said she's never been to Ireland. So we're going to get out of London. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Thinking yeah. about in- incorporating your family. Mara actually sent us a message and she's got a couple family related trips. And she said, mm-hmm. which I loved, um, the one destination was for a family member's wedding. And she's like, I'm going to take, I'm tacking on a couple days so I can sightsee. Yes. That's like, great. Yes. <laughs> Um, destination weddings. I've done, I did a couple of them last year. mm -hmm. Um, and I'm doing another one this year and that's another plan of mine tacking on just a few days to yourself. Yes. So it does feel like more of a holiday. I mean, weddings are stressful when you go, especially destination wedding, you spend a lot of money to go. So if you can just take a couple days for yourself and be a tourist. And then Charlie Duncan, I love this one because he said for this year, He's doing. He's going to be doing Madrid solo, and then going to New Orleans Mardi Gras, and doing the London Marathon out your way, Andrea. Uh, with, oh, amazing! With his husband, but I loved that he's doing the solo travel, even though he's married. He's getting the best even of both though, worlds. See, yeah. And I think we talked about that in um, a recent episode about reasons not to travel, and that was one of mine where I said, you know, just because you're in a relationship, yeah. you have a significant other, doesn't mean that you can't go and travel on your own. If, say, your partner doesn't want to go somewhere or 
can't at the time they got to work go do your own thing if you guys are in a a healthy relationship it should be totally fine got it yeah you do that and then um i love that and i'll come cheer you on at the london is he running the london marathon i mean i would hope if he's flying to london for it that he is running it or maybe just his husband maybe one of them are runners i don't know but he just said and the london marathon all right well let us know i'll come cheer you on yeah if if uh, you are. London Marathon's a big thing here. And one, he said that I forgot that I thought that is an awesome resolution, but I don't think I'm ready for it in 2020. It's going to be like a 2021 yeah. is just when, you know how some people will go to the airport and they just show up and get on the next cheapest flight. Oh, I like that. Like, yeah. You don't know where you're going when you go to the airport. I want to do that one day. You and I are already spontaneous. Yep. But that's like another level yeah. of spontaneity. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. We should do that together, Steph. I feel like that's something if we, we should definitely do together. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Maybe it will be a 2020 Let's, thing. Maybe I just spoke who it. Who knows? Spoke it into existence. When you're over here, we might end up in <laughs> fuck knows where. Oh, who God. knows? We're going to be. They're like, why did you just land in this war torn country? We'll like, yeah. It was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is a terrible idea. Uh, we'll see. All right. Well, 2020 goals set. Guys, we're so excited for 2020 and you should be too. Set your 2020 travel resolutions, write them down and let Steph and I know what they are. Because again, I want to be inspired. I love, yes, hearing what people are doing. Yeah. I feel like my resolutions were a bit bland now after speaking to Steph. So let me know yours. Finally, you're boring. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Love you. All right, guys, go make some shit happen. Happy 2020. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit I've Learned Abroad Pod. Donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, 
Did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.